Hello, hi, welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Today is Monday, September 24th, and today we're talking about cruises, and we have a great guest today uh, from the Carnival Cruise Line, and my name's Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. Uh, how you doing, Jerry? Fantastic. How are you doing, Chris? Oh, doing really good. Thank you, and I'm really excited about our guest uh, today. W would you like to introduce our guest, uh, Jerry? Yes. Um, we're very, very fortunate to have a representative of truly one of the finest and the de definitely most fun cruise ship in the world, a cruise line, and it's Willie Burma. I hope I pronounced that correctly, Burma. And um, welcome, Willie. Thank you very much for being on the show with us. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Well, I wanted to ask one question really quickly before we forget, um, because a lot of people have not been on cruises before that listen to the program, but in Carnival Cruise Line, which we all know is um, known as a fun ship and a fabulous line, is there a particular destination or a cruise itinerary that you recommend for a first-time cruiser? Um, does it matter? Or? I would probably stick with uh, a seven-day cruise or shorter. Um, usually people that uh, go on the longer cruises, they uh, have at least experienced that at least once. Um, so you're not okay. on a ship for 12 days if it's just not your cup of tea. Well, I know you cover so much of the world from South America to Europe and Hawaii and Mexico and Canada, Eastern Canada. And is there a destination that first-timers should go first, or do you think it matters? Well, Europe and, and Hawaii are longer um, itineraries, so those are usually 12 days, oh, South America okay. as well. So you really um, end up with uh, either somewhere in the Caribbean, whether it's the Eastern, Western, the Exotic Western, or the Exotic Eastern Caribbean, uh, Southern Caribbean, mm -hmm. Uh, they're all seven-day uh, products, or um, the Mexican Rivera is seven days as well. Usually, um, the people that go to Alaska are more experienced cruisers as well. There are few people that right. actually take a Alaska cruise as a first-time cruiser. Mm. Well, and that's a great destination, isn't it? And because Carnival sure. is so famous, why do you think Carnival has been so successful over the many years, at least, what, 30 years? 35 years. We're actually celebrating our 35 years wow. this year. Oh, excellent. That's yeah, so we're a relatively very young company. Um, really, why we've been so successful is because we've made cruising so affordable to everyone. Um, 35 years ago, really the cruise lines that were in business at that time were just for the rich and famous and celebrities and royalties. And, mm -hmm. um, and our philosophy even today is still to offer value. Um, and I'm just looking at, at the, the latest rate that just came out and it just shows that $499, um, $499 per person for a seven-day Mexican Rivera cruise. That works out to approximately really? $70 a day. Um, you can't afford <laughs> to stay home for that money. Is that uh, like from L.A. back to L.A.? Yes, or is that right. from L.A. like Acapulco? Or? Yeah, the seven-day, the, the, the Pride, for example, which would be one of these rates that, that we're just looking at, um, would certainly mm -hmm. this from L.A., Actually, it would be Long Beach, California, and then it would go to three different ports, and then back to uh, Long Beach. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Great yeah, so, so value certainly has been one of the, the, the key um, instruments of our success um, over the years, and we really mm -hmm. brought it to the, to the masses as opposed to just for the very few uh, privileged people in the world. Um, mm -hmm. And then for the other thing is really what it has set us apart is 
our customer satisfaction rates. Um, if you look at them, mm. at our customer satisfaction rates are over 98%. Um, you compare that to land-based resorts, uh, and they go, for, they go for around 73%. So that is a 25% difference. And uh, the other thing, and that really goes for the cruise industry in general, uh, why we've been so successful, is the convenience of seeing different exotic places without having the without the hassle of having to pack and unpack every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great way to go. Now, let it, me ask this. Um, who should or shouldn't take a Carnival Cruise Line? Well, it's really for anyone that likes to have fun, whether it is to participate in one of our okay. 65 different activities or just to quietly reading a book. Um, we really like to go by psychographics as opposed to demographics. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really what is it that you think is fun. Um, mm-hmm. Just this week I actually got an email from Experience Cruises that escorted a group of uh, 70-year-olds on a Carnival Pride that I'd like to read to you. Willie, as I told okay. you, I never cruised on Carnival before. Frankly, I thought it would be a step below Holland America, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, and Princess. Was I surprised? It was marvelous. The cabin was the best mm. we've had on any line. Large, well-furnished, spacious bathroom and shower that was equipped with everything a woman needs, like a makeup mirror. There was great storage. Mm. The bed was the most comfortable we've ever had on a cruise. The food was amazing, far better than the other lines. The entertainment was first-rate. The service was perfect. I'm amazed, and our 74 people in our group had a wonderful experience. So this came from somebody that has crews on many different cruise lines. And, and this illustrates that we're certainly not the party-party ships that some people think we are. Uh, that's not to say that years ago we didn't have groups on board that might have sometimes too good of a time. But times have changed, so has Carnival. <laughs> Um, certainly we have changed, and um, we implemented strict alcohol policies and also implemented age restrictions whereby anybody under the age of 21 needs to be accompanied by anybody over the age of 25 or older. And that has resulted that we now carry more seniors on board Carnival than our sister company, Holland America, which is known for the more right. mature clientele. Right, because I've been on several Holland America cruises. Okay. And um, and. I mean, in the old days, and I mean, oh, 10 years or more on the Holland America, it um, was basically, if you weren't 60 years old or older, you were definitely out of place in Holland right. America, because it's definitely known for the older clientele. This might surprise you, Jerry, um, that our average demographics um, is 47-year-old couples. Really? I mean, I do know that um, <clears throat> Carnival uh, has, over the last, I don't know, maybe five to eight years, has try to broaden its reputation and its um, appeal to more clients, and uh, they're succeeding. And according to that to email, that definitely succeeding well above that. But you mentioned the an age group. Do you recommend anyone taking, say, children? And if so, what age do you suggest they don't take them? Or does it matter? Um, yes, we, we actually um, were very popular with family reunion groups because we offer something for each generation, so everyone in the group can enjoy themselves and do what they'd like to do, whether that might be watching one of our multi-million dollar production shows, enjoy our live bands along Promenade Deck, roll the dice in our casino, lay on the deck, watch a movie or a game, or treat themselves to a spa program, or shop duty-free. Um, so there's a little bit to do for everyone. Our minimum age, though, is four months. Now that's young enough. I mean, that, that covers everybody almost, doesn't it? 
it, it, does, it really does. And that's going back to, like, uh, we prefer to talk about psychographics as opposed to demographics. Um, but for the kids, we have a program called Camp Carnival, and it's probably one of the best in the industry. It has four different age groups between the ages of 2 and 15, whereby they have PlayStations, video walls, um, sand art and candy machines. Um, as parents or grandparents, you probably have a hard time trying to convince your kids to come out with you and have just have lunch. Um, they'll just have such mm -hmm. a great time. Uh, we also have a teens program, what we call Club 02, for the ages of 15 and 17, whereby they have their own dance floor, video games, mini bar, non-alcoholic of course, and um, they're guided by dedicated teen directors. Um, all programs are in an environment that is really similar to what children would experience at a summer camp. And, uh, and Carnival, of course, is complimentary. Mm. How fabulous. I mean, I'm really excited about that because Carnival is a cruise line now for everybody, isn't it? Offers it anything is. to anybody in almost any destination they want. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Let me ask this question because um, uh, the old adage is uh, when you get on a cruise ship, you go in as a passenger, but you come back as cargo because you <laughs> gain so much weight. <laughs> about eating so many of the meals, and um, I was wondering, um, uh, apparently from what you've already said, that that could easily be true on Carnival, but you've also mentioned the spa program. Right. Um, do you know what percent of the people actually participate in the spa on an actual cruise, or is there such a percentage? Well, you mentioned that um, that some people may come off as cargo, um, and it's easy to see what people think that with all the options that we offer, from midnight buffets to breakfast, lunch, and six-course dinners in the formal dining room and in our bistro restaurants, room serves, along with our pizzeria that, are, that is open 24-7, uh, and, uh, and all of this is included in the prices of the cruise as well. But it's also too, uh, important to mention that we offer many uh, healthy choices, too, as far as dinner goes. Now, as far as the percentage in, in the um, gym, it's really the percentage changes. as It depends on the itinerary. For example, in Alaska, few people would use a gym than, say, for example, uh, a Caribbean cruise. But our spa area is very large, about 14,000 square footage. Um, wow. And that includes the salons, the saunas, and the gyms, which are well-equipped with state-of-the-art uh, workout equipment. And we actually have trainers on hand that can help you uh, put together a personalized uh, workout program. Uh, so it's excellent. I mean, so there's an option for everyone. I wanted to yes. ask you um, about the actual ships. Um, mm -hmm. How many ships? Are there in Carnival Cruise? Well, we currently have 22 vessels in our fleet, and we're okay. building three more vessels um, in the next three years. And what is the average uh, passenger capacity of them? Yeah, are there uh, any of them like 200 passengers? or? No, our ships are, are much larger than that. Um, they weigh in about okay. 70,000 tons um, for wow. the smaller ones up to 110,000 tons for the larger ones, which brings the passenger count to about 2,000 to uh, approximately 3,000. No, well, that's fabulous. You can meet almost anybody. Now, let me, um, let me ask, you said you're building three uh, new ones in the next several years. Are they going to be closer to the 3,000? Yeah, the ships and, uh, that are being built um, will be slightly larger. Um, we, the, the largest that we will build will be just a little bit bigger. Um, from where our largest right now is 110,000 tons, the new ones, will, um, mm -hmm. a couple of the new ones will be 130,000 tons. Wow. So it's really, at so that size, you really don't know. I'm sorry? 
They'll be bigger than the Conquest. Yes, it will be slightly larger than the Conquest, but at that size, you really don't notice if it's you know a little larger or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly mm-hmm. don't double the size of the ships at this at this point. And uh, also, um, one of the um, well, I guess part of the reputation of Carnival is that um, you're guaranteed to have a great time. And we do. Um, is that true? That, that you, is true. Is that a, a true statement, or is that just the reputation? No, no, no. That is actually a reputation and a true statement, um, meaning that, for example, if you're not happy, we'll get you off in the first foreign port of call, reimburse you for the unused portion of that cruise, and we'll fly you back. That's how sure we are that you will have a great time. Wow. No other cruise line, I think, in the world offers that guarantee. Nobody does that, absolutely. And, um, and needless to say, okay. um, it shows that we're very confident about our product. We've, we've discussed it a little bit, and you mentioned, so the, is the average age, is that what I understood, the average age is around mid-40s? Correct. If you take the youngest to the oldest? Yes. And, and that's much older than what you used to have, say, 30 years ago. I think your average age was probably what, 30, 32? Yeah, I wasn't around at that time, so I'm not sure what our average age was in those days, um, but but certainly mm-hmm. it has increased over the years. As, really, as you look at uh, the baby boomers have matured, and so have, uh, have we as far as the average age, but also in our product. If you, uh, a good comparison probably, Jerry, is if you look at Las Vegas. I'm not sure if you have been in Las mm-hmm. Vegas you know, 20 years ago or so, and then within mm-hmm. the last uh, couple of years again. If you look at the, the resorts there that have been built within the last three or four years, if you, if you will, uh, like the Bellagio, like the uh, Wynn, mm-hmm. like uh, New York, New York, all those places are much more subdued um, than in the mid, uh, mid-80s or in the early 80s even. It was all neon lights, it was all glitter and glamour, and, and they've mm-hmm. matured much more along the way. And so has Carnival. Uh, if you look at uh, the ships that we built in the early 80s, they were much more Las Vegas style, um, whereby now the ships right. are first class, um, very much more subdued and, and darker colors, and that is just, you know, the good thing is we change with the times, um, and and that is what what the clientele wants uh, wants these days. So that's what we offer. Yeah, w- w- Willie, do you have any ships that are really kind of like like one particular ship, like for younger people or for older people, you know, like or or is it pretty much all, all the ships are all kind of mixed ages, you know? And, yeah, all the ships are really for all ages. We have oh, the same okay. programs. Camp Carnival is all and it's in all our ships um, uh, year round, so you never have to think about that. So the program and the product is the same. However, certain itineraries. Um, attract a different clientele. Alaska, for example, we just talked about it briefly, will attract a more mature crowd. Um, you know, the, the, um, the South American cruises will attract a more mature crowd. So will Europe. Um, just sometimes it has to do with, uh, with finances because those cruises um, typically run a little higher. And that's not always the case, but sometimes just a little higher. And then there's um, Europe and South America cruises are longer, so not everybody may have the 12 days if if you're um, in the workforce, whereby people that uh, retired um, do. So, mm-hmm. so but the chips itself are all all equipped for all programs and, and all ages. It's just the itinerary that really um, kind of attracts a different um, different crowd. Well, we get this question quite a bit of travel advice about seasickness. Now, I know you have large ships, uh, 70,000, 110,000, and getting bigger. Uh, do you experience 
uh, in the larger ships as much sea sickness as you do, say, in the 30,000-ton range, or does it matter? You know, we like to refer to it as uh, motion discomfort. Um, <laughs> certainly, those <Okay>. ships, <laughs> certainly the largest ships are all our ships are equipped with uh, with state-of-the-art uh, stabilizers, which are like airplane wings um, that are just underneath the, the water level to kind of balance out uh, any roll. Um, we have uh, water balance tanks, um, so we have have a lot of technology that will actually stabilize these ships. Um, and they're all that so large um, that you know it doesn't really make that big of a difference on on mm-hmm. what kind, what class ship you are. Now it's it's a big difference if you go from from our larger ship to just like a yacht or a fishing boat. That would be a big mm-hmm. difference. But but we're talking about the sizes of three and a half football fields long, 14 stories high, as our half uh, as our vessels are, which are, by the way um, are costing us about half a billion dollars each. To, uh, wow. to to build. So it's like a city block going down the it's like a city block going down the ocean. Right. Yeah. So certainly it is um, at, this, at that size. It's certainly not uh, the same as you would be on okay. a small fishing boat somewhere. Well, I'm really very very impressed uh, with the way that Carnival is going, and um, I know that uh, you have excellent advertising. And uh, the promotions are fabulous. And do you know anything, uh, and maybe a, a percentage of repeat clients? Do you have any idea about how many come back the uh, second, third, fourth, etc. time? Sure. On average, we have about um, our repeat guess is about 50 percent, um, and it may wow. change just a few percentage here or there. But on average, um, and, and really that percentage will will increase as our sh- uh, shipbuilding slows down, but because we we are growing so rapidly, um, that percentage it's not that only 50% of the people that come um, that have cruise of carnival that half of them only return. It, the percentage is much larger. But if you look at the people that are on board, that is we we care about 50% of the people are repeat guests. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Okay, it's just because yeah. we've grown so rapidly that um, the percentage on board is, is slightly lower than in actuality that people will come back as repeat guests. Like I said, our customer satisfaction rate is over 98%. Um, wow. I'm not saying we're perfect, but you know we're working very hard in, in, in uh, making sure we uh, keep that as high as we can. So um, overall, the vast majority of the people are uh, truly enjoying a uh, carnival cruise. And then one one last question that I have that I am intrigued on because of the size of the ship. Does it in the old days, and I'm talking uh, on smaller ships, it did matter where you were. Um, like if you were too far in the front or too far in the back, quarter starboard didn't matter so much, but the bow and the aft did. And um, how high you were and how low you were in the ship mattered as far as motion. You and I know you talk about stabilization. Is there a place on the ship that you prefer, if you had a choice? I, I, it doesn't really make a difference to me, and I've been on probably 200-some cruises. It, it probably make, doesn't make a big difference as far as experience. Scientifically, it probably uh, does show that if you are more in the middle of the vessel, that it, it probably um, might somewhat be less uh, less of a of a motion, but... Um, okay. Most people don't uh, 
it, it doesn't for large part doesn't make a difference. But what does make a difference is is that really is to have the balconies. Um, mm-hmm. Balconies are certainly the way to go. Um, we started building, or the industry really started building vessels with balconies in the mid 1990s. Um, so not all vessels have them, but since we have a young fleet at Carnival, the majority of our vessels do have them. And it's certainly worth to me to, uh, uh, just to pay a little extra to have that fresh ocean breeze come into your stateroom at night and uh, enjoy your breakfast on your own private balcony while you experience some of the most beautiful views in the world. So that is really more of a difference than as to where you are on the ship. I agree a thousand percent. I, in fact, we're to a point, my wife and I, that when we take a cruise, uh, if the ship has a balcony, we will not take the cruise unless we get a balcony on it. It's, right. and, it's the difference between having a wonderful cruise and a phenomenal cruise. And I agree. And I, every time I, uh, when I do my presentations for my travel agents, and I have about 30, 40, 50 travel agents um, attending my seminars, I always ask mm-hmm. them who has, um, at one point or the other, experienced an interior stateroom, and then, you know, just about everybody raised their hand on that one. And then I ask who mm-hmm. has experienced a balcony. And you know, uh, most people still say yes. And then I would ask them if there were if they would ever go back to an interior stateroom. And then no, I've never heard anybody say that would they would go back to an interior stateroom. So, um, well, you, and, so, well, you know, once you've had a balcony, you won't even go to a, a room that just has a window. Right. Well, it's and, and it's really, and, and that's a good point you bring up. Um, really, if you think about it, it's it's really not all that much more. It probably averages out, depending on the time of the year and itinerary and length of the cruise and all that. But it probably averages out that you only pay about twenty dollars or so more per day per person um, for a balcony right. as opposed to an ocean view stateroom. So that, to me, um, you know, it's just the experience is just uh, a, a big difference. But you know, we have a little bit oh, for everything. We have the interior staterooms, we have the ocean views, we have the balconies, and then we, of course, we have the suites and we have the penthouses. So um, there certainly is, is a wide variety of choices for everybody on on the on the Carnival cruise. Well, Willie, we want to thank you very, very much for being our guest today and representing Carnival in a phenomenal way because it's a, a fabulous cruise line. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm glad um, I converted you back to uh, to trying yeah. it out and seeing what we're all about these days and uh, why we maintain our leadership position in the, in the cruise industry. Um, it, yeah. You know, it's not uh, we we never rest on our laurels and just to sit back and and enjoy that. Um, we work very hard in making sure we uh, we maintain that position, and uh, I think we've done very well so far. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the opportunity very much. Well, thank you, Willie. Our next show is uh, going to be about India, and that will be next week. We'll be having Hugh from Coffin Kings as our guest, and um, we hope you're enjoying us then. So, well, Chris, thanks so much. It's a fabulous show. I'm glad Willie was with us. Yeah, that was great. I yeah, I think it's very informative for people, first-time uh, cruisers, or even mm-hmm. you know people have been cruising a lot. Now, Carnival is a great option. Yeah, so.